Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. So one more hour. Feel free to get online. Four lines wide open. It is a holiday weekend, and we can tell. You guys are all doing something else, which is fine, but we're here live. So if you want to get online, you've ever had trouble, a lot of times the lines are all jammed up and you can't get through. If you ever tried to get through, this is a good time to do it, it seems. Um, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll bring up some articles as we wait for your calls. Um, I wanted to bring this up. I meant to bring it up before with the net neutrality discussion, but uh, Bob Metcalf, basically Bob Metcalf uh, invented Ethernet. Okay, He invented Ethernet with 3Com. And uh, TJ, the owner of our company at Tab, met him recently, and they had a discussion about net neutrality. And I've always, you've always seen my opinion about net neutrality. We don't need it. And TJ has been of the other opinion, where oh, we must have net neutrality. Bob Metcalf changed his mind. So I'll put a link up here for you, and you can see what the pioneer of Ethernet talks about why we really do not want to look at the net neutrality concept. If if if, if you got guys like Chris Murphy who are pushing net neutrality, you know we're in trouble. You know it's going to co- the internet is going to cost you an extra arm and a leg if he's pushing net neutrality. Um, that's not the direction we want to go. We want the market to fight it out. Just make it easier to put it up there. But Bob Metcalf, uh, the father of Ethernet, um, agrees with me, or I agree with him, whichever direction you want to look at, because <laughs> he's the inventor of Ethernet. Um, a couple other things in the news. Bob and I both found this kind of creepy. Google reportedly had a super secret deal with MasterCard to link the online ads with offline purchases. So this is creepy, um, which is not, you know, Google is creepy by default. But uh, and no matter how much I love their Google Project Fi <laughs> cell service or their, their Pixel devices, it's still creepy. But if you're a MasterCard holder in the U.S., Google has reportedly been tracking whether your buying habits were influenced by online ads. So... Here's how it works. You're on the internet and you're surfing away and you see an ad for a Toro lawnmower and it happens to be a Google ad. You wouldn't necessarily know if it is or isn't. And you click on it. All right. You've clicked on this ad. They already know your IP address. They already know who you could be. MasterCard, if you go and purchase that Toro mower within 30 days, will report back to the Googleplex and say, hey, Google, that ad must have worked. You got Bob to buy the Toro. So all of our data on MasterCard and all the data that we use on MasterCard is being given to Google because Google doesn't know. You know they, they know what ads they put out there, but how would MasterCard know to only give them the ads that are the give them the information for the companies that they're advertising? I'm not sure how that works, but MasterCard is selling us up the river to Google, letting them know their efficacy. So. Did Google and MasterCharge tell you that I own a Toro? <laughs> <laughs> I just guessed. 
What's your password? No, let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, so you can opt out, though. So we're going to put a link up here. This is from The Verge. Um, this is uh, a link up here. We'll put a, a, the information as far as how you can get off this and you can opt out of this. Uh, you're, you can toggle off Google tracking your web and app activity, uh, which, of course, is enabled by default. Um, so we'll show you how to do that. But it is creepy, right? I mean, why would Google? I mean, obviously, they want to know how effective their ads are. And if, my, if, my, if uh, MasterCard is going to make more money, to offer this data, but we didn't tell them they could use this data. But then it is it's their data. We decided to get their credit card. You know. Well, if I have data and you want to buy it, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. Yeah. That's when why it's we, free. It's... That's why. Yeah, you're the commodity. <laughs> uh, so we'll put that link up there for you. We'll see how you feel. Actually, there's a call coming in from David in Glastonbury about Google, but I don't know what it's about. What's going on? How you doing, man? I'm the same guy that got maps burned into my tablet. I don't know if you remember the S3. Oh, you have yeah, you had the uh, the issue with you, the OLED, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, um, well, I got just an interesting thing. I don't know if you guys will know anything about it, but um, I had the tablet going you know, using my Galaxy Note Nine mm-hmm. as a hotspot. Yeah, and I had maps up on both. I was going to a job site. Yeah, and the um, the uh, Two different devices started the conflict as to what turn to take and so on. Yeah. So I shut my the, the audio off on my cell phone. Yeah. And the maps led me down a street. And you know what was funny is I was following the street signs and they were correct. Okay. Same thing on the tablet. You know? Yeah. And um, I got to the twilight zone. What? What do you mean? I just ended up. I ended up on a dead end street. Oh, gotcha. So I didn't know where to ten- send you, huh? Yeah. So, but then listen. I started up. I started up the um, my cell phone, the Note Nine, and it said I was 18 minutes away, but and you... that was correct. They were both Google Maps. Yikes! So there's a there was a positioning problem. What do you mean? Somehow it didn't really quite know where you were. Right? One of the devices knew where it, where it was. The other device didn't know where it was. We're we're using the same connection though because it's my. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, could, I could see if I had a bad connection, that right. maybe it goes off or something, but my cell phone could be correct and the tablet could be wrong. It's it's frustrating when you got a schedule to keep, you know, and yeah. you figure, oh, good, I'm on time. It says that, that I'm at the right place, but there's no street there. I would stay away from Google Maps, uh, even though Google owns Waze. I think Waze is a better product. Um, have you tried it? Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, I I have um, I also have a Garmin. So yeah, I got plenty of GPS. Yeah, so you're. Yeah. I should be able to get somewhere, you know. Yeah, I've never so had I, Waze fail me yet. It's always you know it tells me when I'm going to get somewhere I've never missed. Although it'll send yeah, me down some weird. Yeah, it'll I send. Me, I, go ahead. The other, the other thing is it tells you where police are and stuff. That like is that. handy. Yeah, the speed traps. But you're actually looking to make sure the cops are safe. You know, we want to make sure that the police officers are safe. So that's why we talk. That's why we give them a wide berth. Yes, you give them a wide yeah. berth. Make sure everyone gives them slows down and keeps it safe. <laughs> yeah, slows down. <laughs> um, but and the truth comes out. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no updates. I mean, that was weird that they're two Google. Dev- you know, they're two Android devices, and they send me the different things like that. There's no upgrades, or I can't uninstall Maps on my tablet and reinstall it. Um, you can update them. Go ahead, Bobby. I'm thinking that they uh, each device was uh, using a different uh, tower, maybe a different version of the 
the the the cellular signals. Maybe. So they were on different towers, and so and they triangulated. I can't using my um, using my Note Eight for a hotspot. So the same device. So he had the Note Eight running maps, and then hotspotting it to his tablet, which had the same same maps, but well, maybe different could, maps. Could have come down to different IPs registered to different locations. Maybe. Well, same to the same. You know, it does. The tablet um, does sound. If you listen to the audio, it does sound different than. Um, yeah. Then the both of them, they don't sound exactly the same as how they describe things. But <clears throat> the funny thing is, David, that you would actually would do this. <laughs> no, you know what happened? I went into a store and I I wanted to keep track of time if I had enough time to get to the estimate that I had to do. Mm-hmm. So I turned my phone on. Yeah. And that's why that was on. I'm driving down the road and they start oh. to conflict. Well, I use the tablets, a bigger screen, easier to see. I see, I see, I see. That makes sense. This is weird that you have both on. I can tell you, even with Waze, when my brother and I go down in a convoy all the way down to North Carolina, Waze will send both of us in different ways. Uh, even though he's literally feet in front of me or feet behind me if we're in a convoy, Waze will say, well, you go this way and this guy will go that way. Um, you'd think the data should be the same. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that is frustrating. So there you go. Waze does the same thing. Yes, but it does always get you there at the same time. So I can tell you that when it knows, I keep telling my brother this, you can't beat the time on Waze. So this is why speeding it really technically is a stupid idea. Because if you look at Waze, right, and, it's, and you're going to get, let's say it's a 30-mile trip, you can try doing 80, right? But you're not going to move the needle in that 30-mile trip to make it worth the $300 ticket. You're not. You're going to save three minutes, and you're going to be reckless driving 80 miles an hour. So if you look yeah, at there's, that – There's there's no doubt. But that, do you ever have um, maps tell you to take a right when it says take a left on the on – the uh, you know, the no. audio says take a right, and the picture says take a left? I've never had that happen. The text says take a right. <laughs> I never had that happen. I, I don't even have the audio up. I just I just watch the uh, the arrows. I never listen to it because I, I just can't yeah. stand having it cut into my radio listening. Yeah, the audio is is oftentimes wrong. Yeah. But um, you know, because you you could be close to eighty four, so it says go fifteen miles on eighty four or whatever. Yeah. But you're not on eighty four. You're on a side street close to it. When that's not yeah, that could happen. That could screw it up. That could screw yeah. it up. It doesn't know exactly where you are on the road. So. Uh, thank you for your services, gentlemen. Enjoy the holiday. <laughs> you too, David. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing about Waze is, and I've tried to tell you, know, you the speeding really, you, you can't win. I've driven this state. This is my job. I've done it for 28 years. I drive to all of our customers. They're all over the state, right? You cannot beat that time. Don't try to beat that time. The time that's telling you to get 30 miles away or whatever it is, is the time. And even if you speed, you will not get there much faster. There's too much stuff on the road affecting your getting there, whether well, it be lights, traffic. I would contend you might save a minute. It's not worth it. And, and, yeah, 65 doing 80 and the $300 ticket is not worth <clears throat> the minute. I think the best insurance you can have against the getting a ticket is cruise control. Well, there's that. Yeah. You set the cruise control for the, the speed way. limit. Yeah. You're going the safe, you know, you're on a safe speed. You're, you're obeying the law right. and you can't accidentally, well, you know, that's what happens without speed control. You know, your speed tends to creep up, and you don't right. even aware of it. And you look down, and you go, "Holy cow!" And then you know. He's... Well, you know, in the old days, right before these things, it's almost like the fish, right? The big, how big, how big a fish you caught. You know, the fish was this big, this big. It's always this, this monster, monstrous fish. Always, some guy would tell you, "I made great time." You know what, buddy? You didn't really track when you left. You made great time. You didn't make great time. Now I can tell you exactly how much time you made because if you use ways and you start it, it'll tell you when you're going to get there. And I can tell you, you will not be able to shave more than a couple minutes, and it's not worth speeding. Right. It's dangerous. It's not worth speeding. If you're trying to make great time, you don't speed. Trust me on this. 
make great time. Don't have kids in the car. They got to go pee all the time. Then you'll make great time. <laughs> all right. I got to step out for a quick break. Three lines open. 1-800-966-WTIC. 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And uh, so we're going to get right to your calls. You were nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. I'm going to go to Rob in Cheshire first. Hey, Rob. Hello, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Thanks my, for calling. Uh, my wife has a computer that we actually have a place at shore, and we get uh, Xfinity. And I have uh, I use their wireless modem mm-hmm. modem right yep and uh her computer hooks up and she gets gmail when i come to cheshire and hook it up to the um xfinity that we have here the wireless automatically recognizes the change and she can surf the internet and get on google and yahoo but her gmail will not will not come in unless i hook it up with the wire directly with the wire what uh, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a little strange. A little. Um, that's really weird. It, and it says that the site can't be reached. It says that the site it's got her mail. It says a Google Mail slash U slash pound sign inbox might be temporarily down, or it may have moved permanently to a new web address. Um, oh, okay. But, Hang on. I know what it is then. Um, here's the only thing it could be. I could be wrong when I say that, but here's the only thing I think. It, here's the only thing I think it could be. So the internet uses a thing called DNS. All right, and we've recommended Open DNS constantly, right? And I don't think you're running it, right? You're not running Open DNS on either of these sites. No, I'm. I, yeah, no, I am. I, I am. I am running it actually on both sites, or just on uh, yeah, one side. Yeah, the little the little O lights up uh, when I, you know, it's. Uh, I don't see it presently, but uh, I've seen it. Tells me that uh, they change the address every twenty minutes or something like that. Okay, and you're yeah. doing it at both sites. You've got Open DNS running at your shore site and at your home site. Uh, well, I I believe so. I I mean, I put it on the computer down at the at the shore. All right. So I don't know why it would stop working when I bring it up to Cheshire. Um, well, I'm thinking it's a DNS issue because what's happening, I think, when you come to Cheshire is whatever site that you're using to get to Google Mail is not available in the DNS configuration. And that's why you can't find it because you can get to any other service. So, you know, right. Internet's working. But the only thing you're not getting is that one site for mail. So that's why I thought it was a DNS issue. So I guess I need you to confirm that you're running open DNS in Cheshire. All right. So okay. you do a test. Do a go to a, do a internet bad guy test and see if you actually have the block that comes up, um, or you can confirm it by logging into your Open DNS account in Cheshire. If you are, then it's not a DNS issue, and I'm even more perplexed. Do you have any other ideas, Bob? No, because uh, they've got a few things here, but nothing makes sense to me. Yeah, clear your cache. So you're using webmail, right? So it's a, it's a, yeah. this is a browser. It could be a browser issue where your cache is directing into the wrong place, but it's the same computer, right? Or is it a different computer? Nope, same computer. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Are you using an app or are you using just a web? Yeah, like a browser. No, I'm using, 
I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Are you using a browser to get to her mail, her Gmail? Is it is like the Beach Ball? Is it the little Firefox? Is it IE? Yeah, or? no, yeah, it's Chrome. You're using Chrome, okay. So you're using Chrome at both locations on the same device. It's got to be yep. DNS. I think it's DNS. It's got to be DNS. The thing that you're, the fact that you say you're using Open DNS at both locations perplexes me. But uh, I think you've got two different DNSs happening. The one in Cheshire is wrong or having a problem finding the resource because it needs to be updated uh, or is incorrect. So you can power cycle your modem. <laughs> You'll get new DNS if you're not using Open DNS in Cheshire, or maybe it's misconfigured. Uh, yeah. That should get you the correct the correct DNS, the latest one from your provider. Uh, but if you think you are using OpenDNS, config, tell, you know, let us know if you are. And if you are, well, I'm even more confused. Well, I just opened the, uh, the OpenDNS, and it says uh, I have one network, and the network is the one that's down at the shore. Ah, so you're not running it in Cheshire right now. So that's probably what it is. Yes, sir. You've got different DNS running in Cheshire. Uh, so we need you to configure Open. What do you have for a router in Cheshire? Is it the same Xfinity service, or is it Cox service, or what is it? Uh, it's Frontier. Frontier. All right. Do you have your own firewall? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I, I checked the firewalls, and they're all you know, all got green. No, but chips. they're but they're your firewalls that you purchased, or do they come with the service? Uh, no, they must come with the service. Okay. So configure. So start and configure OpenDNS on your home Cheshire machine right now, as if it's the first day you've configured OpenDNS. So I would go to Add Manage Networks. Yes, yes, sir. And add this one. Add okay. this network. Go ahead, Bob. Well, here's the thing with OpenDNS. Yep. They allow you one network for the free ones. So uh, if you want more than one network, you they get, might charge you a little. They bit. They might charge you. Yeah. Uh, or you got to. Create two accounts. You could do two free accounts, Rob. One on your name and one on her name. Well, I have one. <clears throat> I have one on my computer. I run OpenDNS on my computer. Yeah. So, so configure one of the networks in your Cheshire home to be controlled that way, and I, I think you'll be corrected. Okay. So, well, I, I wouldn't mind if I just needed that extra security and yeah yeah to pay them yeah yeah pay them so yeah, go online um, and maybe pay, pay for it but i think that's your problem rob if that makes sense uh yeah it does all right good so is there, do you have an address that i would put in for the one that i have uh no it's whatever the frontier network is i don't know what that is it's your frontier oh, network. okay you gotta add that specific network i gotta go rob okay thank you you got it sir dns issues they're always fun we'll be right back And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in, and he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Let's go to your calls. You are nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Tom in East Longmeadow. Morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Doing fine. How are you, sir? All right. Hey, uh, um, for Ed, who was looking to scan slides. Yeah. Somebody gave me a uh, scanner uh, a few years ago, yeah. uh, an Epson scanner, Epson Perfection V370. Yep. Now, I'm sure that's not, you know, it's it's been upgraded to something else. But it, it actually, when it was brand new, it was, actually came with a slide tray. Mm-hmm. I think you could put nine slides in. And you can <laughs> scan at 1,200 DPI. So, you know, it's a, a pretty good alternative, a fairly inexpensive alternative. I don't know how much they cost, but Right. But you were talking about slides or negatives. Like he's talking about I think he mentioned film negative. Oh, well, I think it does negatives too. Does it? Yeah. But 9 at a yeah. time? Yeah, probably not 9 on a negative. 
Well, that's the same size, though. That's yeah, I don't know. Same size. Just seems like a long time to do that. Did it work for you? Uh, well, here's the problem: the, the person that gave it to me didn't have the slide thing. So, and I know I could uh, never find one separately. Yeah. Um. So I, I haven't. I've, I've got thousands of slides that I have to do. That's that's on the list. Yep. Of things to do in the future. Yeah, it's not you. the bucket list, but it's yeah. the list. Well, Legacy Box is a, an alternative. They'll do it for you. They advertise on the station. I'm not promoting them or anything like that, but I've heard their ads a billion times. And you just send yeah. their stuff in, and they'll do it for you. Yeah, frugal Yankee here, though. I hear you. No, I hear you. But it'll never get done, Tom. You're like every frugal Yankee I know, <laughs> including myself. It'll never get done. Ah, sure it will. Sure all right. It will. Yeah, all right. What's up? What hey, else is uh, going on? Update. Um, called you a few weeks ago. Uh-oh. About I, I bring the internet into the house just using a hotspot uh, on T-Mobile. Okay, yeah. And uh, your you unlimited service, cap? right? You have your unlimited service or something like that. Well, it's 50, a fifty gig cap. Yep. On on that hotspot, but there's a way to get around that too. I don't want to go over the air with it, but there's okay. a way to get around it. Neat. And um, in fact, we used 106 the first month, I think it was, so with no problem, no throttle. 106 um, gigabytes. Tested it out. Yeah. Excuse me. You had 106 gigabytes you used in the first month. Yes. Okay. And, and now that my son's back at Quinnipiac, you know, it won't be that high. <laughs> so. well, yeah, that's not very high actually. But go ahead. Um, and uh, tested that out some more, uh, brought the, uh, charter modem back the other day. So fully, okay. uh, fully involved in this, fully bought in and, uh, you know, it's great. Works, works great. And again, we're only using it for sling yeah. and for the desktop. Right. Um, all our phones are unlimited. Uh, don't, don't have to use the hotspot for anything else, but sling and, and the desktop. That's worked out. Well, the, the point that you've gotten around that cap is the interesting one. Cause again, in my family with Cox, when my kids are in, we're going to use a terabyte of data. So we're going to use 1000 gigs and you're talking about a hundred gigs. That's nothing. I mean, that's very little data. Um, very, very little. So you've yeah, done yeah. Frugal, frugal Yankee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's done great. Every, everything, you know, everything you can do, everything, uh, frugally, uh, spending money, you can do anything. Oh, I agree. I agree. Just for, for normal usage, I mean, fighting three boys, you know, my wife oh, uses sure. the internet, I use the internet, um, is almost impossible, especially when they're home and they're trying to surf. Again, they're, they're binging Chuck all day. If they do that at high definition, that's a lot of data you're, you're sucking down the internet. So it's worked out sure. for well, you. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. Empty nest here now. So we yeah, you're good. About that. And, yeah. Here's a strange thing. I yeah. uh, actually moved the uh, phone that, that we used for the hotspot yesterday. Just, I wanted to get downstairs right next to the TV and I tested it out yeah. and it actually streamed a, a hair faster than it did upstairs, yeah. hitting a, a different tower on the different side of the house. But here's a weird thing. Um, I just, just uh, testing it as far as what was downloading to that phone mm-hmm. was around 25 megabits. Mm-hmm. Uh, when good. I turned the hotspot on and ran uh, and tested my phone through the hotspot, mm-hmm. 30 megabits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's uh, to me, that's strange that it would stream faster through the hotspot than directly to that phone. I hear you. Um, that does seem it does seem odd. I mean, the test isn't perfect, but that is, oh, it is an odd uh, difference. It should be the similar speed, obviously. That does seem odd. Uh, I, would just, I would just chalk it up to a faulty test, and uh, the more you test, it'll probably get more around that 25, I would think. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's all I'm guessing is the, the download is just calculating it inc- incorrectly. Well, so. all right. Have a great weekend. Hey, uh, take Monday off. You've been working. Oh, thanks, man. I'll do that. You, <laughs> you too. All right, Tom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. It was nice to get the day out. That was nice of him.
<laughs> yeah, I can use one. Yeah. Let's go on to Al in West Heartland. Hey, Al. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. I have an iPhone 6S Plus mm-hmm. that I recently got. Yeah. A uh, hand-me-down. My kids just give me their hand-me-downs and they get new iPhones, so that's how I get mine. <laughs> All right. Um, and on my previous one, which I think was a 6S, um, I had used my iPhone as a hotspot occasionally, and once I started using it, I said, well, this works pretty nice. If I don't have Wi-Fi around, I just hook up my laptop and it works well. And yeah. And this one doesn't seem to work, so I said, hmm. Maybe it's just where I was or something. And now I'm trying. I tried two different laptops. I went through all the settings. I went online. I, I reset my network. I don't know. On the phone, there's a network reset option. I tried to plug the phone directly in. It says you can try it that way um, to the computer. That didn't work. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It just it doesn't want to connect. When I try to connect, uh, when I'm normally connected, there's like a a blue bar across the top that tells you, Hey, you got somebody connected through your iPhone and it's me, you know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. no connection. And that blue bar, it like flashes, like it's trying to connect and it goes away and flashes and it goes away. And then it just stops trying. And I'm like, okay, something's wanting to work, but it's, yeah. and I haven't figured out why it's not working. All right. So it could be the version of iOS on your, on your Apple device. This is, a, this is just a barely an improvement over the other Apple six. Right, this is something just just different flavor of a six. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just bigger actually. Yeah, phone itself, but um, bigger in your hand. Um, right. So when you turn the Wi-Fi on, have you tested it with other wi uh, other laptops or other devices to see if it's some sort of incompatibility with your laptop seeing that signal? It shouldn't be that I, different. I, I tried two different laptops. You have okay, so it's the device. It is the device then. If you try two different devi- laptops, it's your this it's the it's the uh, Apple phone itself that's causing the trouble. It could be a problem with the the device's broadcast or capability of broadcasting the hotspot. Um, so it's a hand-me-down, so it could be beat up in some way. Um, I would maybe update the iOS to the latest one. Have you done that? Um, again, online, it told me to do that. I, I looked, and I didn't say that I was behind, but that just, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean that I am. Um, yeah, you have to. I would do a Google search on what the current version of iOS Apple has out for that flavor of phone, and then see what it is at, and then you'll know definitively. And if you're okay. not if you're not at it, you should update it. I think they're up to twelve. I heard I, I read a story recently about iOS twelve driving everyone bonkers because it'll tell you your phone's not up to iOS twelve, and then you'll have to hit OK, but it won't give you a link to do it. <laughs> That's a whole other issue, but I didn't want to bring it up today, but I did. Uh, so go see what iOS you're at and then um, see what your phone can handle, and then I definitely would do that. Now, if that doesn't work, then it's a problem physically with your phone. There's probably something wrong with its ability to broadcast that Wi-Fi signal. There's not much you can do with that. I mean, maybe you could get it repaired, but I don't think I would bother um, unless it's really important to you because the cost to do that might not be might not be worth it. Right. So, so, but I think since you tested the other devices, and you get the same result. It is your phone that's the problem. Okay. So, Bob, what are you doing? Checking your iOS? Do you have an iPhone 6 as well? Yeah, I got a 6S. That's what he had. You had a 6S, right, Al? Correct. Now you've got a 6S Plus. It's just called 6S Plus, yeah. Whatever they call them. <laughs> Mine says 4.6. You're at iOS 4? It says modern firmware. Hmm. I don't know, Al. But I would I don't update think you. That's right. No, it doesn't seem right. 
Uh, officially, it's 11.2.1. Oh, here it is. 11.4.1 is what I'm at. Oh, okay. And I know I'm one behind. You're well, okay. So it's even further. Yeah. There's so many flavors of this stuff. So check yours out. Update it. See if it works. And if it doesn't, you're going to go to the uh, geniuses and see if they can fix it for you. Okay. All right. Thanks for the help, guys. You got it, sir. Bye bye. Um, that's what I think, though. It's got to be a problem with this physical hardware. So feel free to get online, guys. We got four lines open. Uh, we're here till eleven o'clock. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Here's another uh, article I want to bring up quickly. Fortnite. I'm probably you're probably sick of hearing the word Fortnite if you're a parent with kids, um, but it is a massive success. It's a free game making billions of dollars. All right, literally billions of dollars, and it's put out by Epic Games. And uh, so the folks at Epic pretty much told Google to pound sand and said, I'm not putting my app in your Google store. Because you know what Google takes? The VIG on Google is 30%, right? So Google's all upset. Hey, Epic's not putting their app in our store. So what do they do? They found a bug in Epic's app for Fortnite and posted it real early so that people were aware of the security risk. And uh, Epic, of course, is a little cranky that Google would do this. It's very irresponsible of Google to reveal reveal this flaw. Um, the uh, the Epic uh, was uh, again bypassing the Google Store and uh, feels that the folks at Google are just trying to make an example out of them. So the issue is this: Google is saying you must, you know, to be safe on the App Store, you got to put your your apps in our store, and we get to take thirty percent. If you don't like it. We'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Um, so we'll put a link up here for you as far as how this story goes. But there is some risks, of, especially with your kids, um, being directed to the wrong sites. There's a lot of Fortnite apps that are malicious. So you got to train your kids to make sure if they're not going to go through the store, which, by the way, has plenty of examples of bad, bad apps as well. They and Apple have both been caught with malicious apps on their sites. Um, but if your kids are going to get that app from Epic, make sure they're at Epic and not being tricked by being given a link to something that's malicious. There's tons of malicious apps out there. But uh, I do agree with Epic that Google should not have released this uh, flaw, which can allow bad guys to do some sort of hijacking with the phone um, if they if they leverage this uh, flaw. Google's just doing it just because they're mad because Epic didn't want to pay the VIG on uh, having their app in their store. So we're going to put a link up to this. We'll get back to your calls. We have four lines wide open. Take a quick break here. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Dr. Alessi is live in the green room. So he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. But we've got some news while we wait for calls. Uh, four lines wide open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. So here's a good one, Bob. I like this one that he found. Oh, Walmart.com won't sell certain items if you live too far away, report huh? says. Oh, boy. The retail giant is telling customers that items are out of stock to avoid expensive shipping costs, according to the Wall Street Journal. Mm. Have you noticed some regular household items you want to buy on Walmart.com are out of stock? There may be good reason for that. Walmart changed its e-commerce systems to avoid orders deemed too expensive to ship and started telling customers those items are out of stock, <laughs> according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, you got to love technology. That is smart. If the item is stored in a warehouse that's too far from the shopper, the company reportedly won't sell and ship it. No soup for you. 
Walmart <laughs> didn't immediately respond to a request for confirmation and comment on the report. But the journal says the company introduced the system earlier this month and some suppliers weren't warned of this change in advance. Suppliers reportedly have to stock their products at more Walmart warehouses nationwide right. to keep the items in stock on the retailing website, mm. which has to compete fierce, <coughs> which fiercely. has to complete compete fiercely, yeah. easy for me to say, with e commerce giant Amazon. Which I wouldn't put it past them either, by the way. Um, but it is interesting, right? So if you're able to then set a price, so you've already figured out that Bob uh, you know, you already know how old Bob is, how much money he makes, what his what his propensities to buy stuff are. So you're gonna give him a price of whatever for that, you know, furniture polish. You know, Bob's willing to pay six bucks for the furniture polish. So they've already dealt with the difference in pricing with Bob. And then they're gonna say, Oh, Bob, you live that far away? Ah, it's not in stock. <laughs> We're not gonna sell it to you. We can't make enough money on you on top. So that I mean this is getting really insidious. I mean, you talk about the price of EpiPens and how crazy that is. Look at what's happening with e-commerce in that they can do this to us where you're too far away. They're not going to sell it to you. They can sell it, maybe not sell it to you if you don't make enough money or they can set a price to make sure that you pay more than the next guy who comes online. Um, this is this is the true problem of e-commerce. You know, If I buy a book on Amazon, I should pay the same exact amount you're paying. I'm not sure we are. Same thing with, with airline seats. You know, is, The prices you're getting are also dealt with what your propensity is to pay it, your zip code is where you're buying it. It's almost like buying car insurance. If you happen to be in a city, you're going to get charged more than the guy who's in the suburb. This is not quite how it's supposed to work. So you should be able to spend to the same for your furniture polish no matter where you are. We need to open a VPN company so people can be in the area that yeah. they that they want to be so it'll get shipped out. How crazy is that? <laughs> I know. It's, it's nuts that you have to consider that. But we'll put a link up here for you. But this is how smart... The technology has gotten where they can actually just say, no soup for you. It's an old Jerry Seinfeld reference. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to uh, Rich in East Hartford. Hey, Rich. Hello. What you, what's up? we got a few, minute, few more minutes. Okay. Uh, I, I rented a modem from uh, Comcast. Okay. And it's like $150 a year, and I want to try to get rid of it yeah. and buy my own. Can I do that? Of course you can. can. Okay. I didn't know if I could hook up to their... Uh, Lines and all that because yeah, so you're going to go and uh, purchase a modem at you know a big box store like Staples or Best Buy, and you're going to go to the area where it says this is supported by Comcast. They literally break out the shelves to show you the Cox and Comcast, and I think even Frontier modems. And okay. what, what you'll do is you'll buy the modem, bring it back to your home. I assume you already have a router, Rich. That's correct. I do. Perfect. Then you're going to call Comcast and you're going to give them the MAC address of this new modem and say, hey, I've gotten rid of your modem. I want to return the modem. And or you probably have to drop that off at a Comcast store or whatever the process is to return the modem. And uh, give them the. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the MAC, where's the number? Where is that? On, is it on the box? Oh, gosh, yes. It is, it is going to be very prominent because they're going to ask for it. It'll be in larger font so everyone can read it. And uh, you're going to okay. give that MAC address to the folks at Comcast, and they're going to allow that modem to connect to their network, and you're in business, and you've saved 150 bucks. Take your wife out for dinner. Yeah, thank you. I love your show. I've been listening since you guys started. So. Oh, thanks, Rich. All right. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Yeah, so you can run your own modem. Not a problem. Uh, a couple other uh, things we talked. Tesla had another issue this week. Uh, they're, they have a network. So some folks actually open and close their Tesla vehicles and, and – 
turn them on and stuff, unlock them with an app on their phone. Isn't that great? Oh, it's convenient. It's convenient until the network is down. So network the, Tesla had a big issue with the fact that their network went down. They had a large outage. So people couldn't actually open their cars with their app because Tesla's internet was down. And some of the, some of the comments was, were, are kind of funny. Um, basically, one of the fun, funny ones that I saw here is, What's up with your network? I'm locked out of my car. Battery is dead. I tried switching out the battery, but it disconnected from the car, and your app is down. My P100D Model S is basically an expensive brick at the moment. Um, so I would tell you guys, use a key. <laughs> I wouldn't trust an app to start my car if you paid me. Uh, but I know everyone's high-tech with Tesla, but when the Internet's down, you got an expensive brick. We'll put the link up here for you. Thank you guys for joining us on this uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, thank you, Mike G., for posting everything live. It'll all be up there for you guys. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next. He's here live, so give him the calls. He came in on this holiday weekend. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And uh, have a great uh, three-day weekend. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.